What's up, everybody? You're on Money Moves. I'm Michael Munsterman. Today, we're going to be talking about the journey and appreciating the process. Grind, grind, that's all I know. Find the time to quit, oh no. No matter good or bad, still I go. I never crack under pressure. I can't be broke. Sun up to the sun down. Map it out, now run it down. Mayweather, I never lose. I be making these money moves. Sun up to the sun down. Map it out, now run it down. Mayweather, I never lose. I be making these money moves. So, one of the things that, especially for me when I was younger, and just trying trying to evolve and figure out the whole family thing. And, and when I say younger, I'm talking like early married and and several years into my relationship with my wife and just trying to figure out what that grind and hustle was going to be for me, what I was going to do to scale and grow my business, um, how I was going to get out of working for somebody else and start a business for myself that would actually work and be effective and create change. Like this was the struggle in my mind. And I found that I spent so much of my time stressed out. I was crazy stressed about the future. And this is something, this is my slippery slope. This is an area where I still struggle because for me, I'm very, very goal oriented. So I was talking to a, a good friend of mine. His name's Doc Bates. Doc and I had coffee yesterday and we were just chatting about this and he said, you know, I, th I feel like the world's so goal oriented. I just feel like it's too much. And I kind of challenged that a little bit with him. And I said, you know, I heard this really great analogy and it, it's, it ties back to like an Ironman race. And if you're not familiar with Ironman, right, you, there's a swim section, there's a run section, and then there's a biking section and not necessarily in that order, but inside of the swim portion of an Ironman, there are typically buoys. And so you look ahead, you swim out into the water and they, and your coaches will train you. You, you, you focus on the next buoy. And you swim and you swim and you swim until you hit the buoy. Then once you hit that buoy, you look at the next buoy. And life, life kind of is the same way. And setting goals is just you setting a buoy that you're looking ahead at, focusing on and swimming towards. And once you get the hit that buoy, there's like a split second that you can take and say, whoo, good job, one buoy down. And then you focus on the next one and you keep going. But he had this really interesting spin. He goes, well, let me tell you this story. He said, inside, I just want you, so he just a little bit about this guy. Cause he's super, super interesting. He was, um, a, a signed artist down in Nashville, like has an album that's been released. He's really, really a talented dude. He's still a songwriter and, and he coaches and mentors musicians. And, and, and so just very fascinating, but his, the story that he shared with me, and I'm just going to totally plagiarize it and just steal. I told him I was going to, but he said, I want you to imagine like you've got this young kid and he's in his garage and he's playing guitar and he thinks someday I want to be a musician. And he, and that's all he thinks about his whole life. He's like, I'm going to, I'm going to be so fulfilled when I get to be a musician. And so he gets good and he begins to play and he gets some gigs and he's got a band around him now and he's got small crowds coming and, and that's just his jam. And, and he reaches that goal. He is by all classifications of the term, a musician. Now he thinks, man, if I could just open for Zeppelin, man, that that's, that's pinnacle. That's where I want to be. Like, I just want to, if I could just open for Zeppelin. So that's his next goal. And that's all he thinks about. It's all he focuses on his entire drive and push and, and everything that he's heading to moving forward is just about opening for Zeppelin and, and the opportunity presents itself and, and they take it. And, he, and he's like, 
he finishes with that and he's hollow and he's like, I just opened for Zeppelin. But what, like, what if I were the band? Like, what if this stage was mine and people were opening for me? And, and so he goes, okay, that's the next goal. And that's the next push. And that's what he does. He wants to become like a, a household name. He wants to like get farther in and, and have a following. And, and so a couple of years down the road, boom, like big show packed out stadium and he's there. And, and when it's over and he thought, this is all I wanted, if I could just do that. And then he gets there and he's hollow. And then the next thought is I want to become an idol. I want to become this household name. I want to become like someone that no matter where you go, they know me. And that meant if I could just get there, I would be happy. And then finally he gets there and he still feels hollow. And then the next leg is if I could just be an icon. If I could be known in history books for making a change in music, if, if, if they would tell stories about me 200 years from now, if, if I knew that I'd made that kind of an impact, I would be happy. So inside of that, he's there, right? He hits this pinnacle, this point of, I made it, but he's hollow. And you see, this is, this is the part of this story, of this scale, of this drive, of this growth, of this creation that we all do inside of business and inside of our lives. We, we have this push forward of we've got this next finish line. And if we get there, we'll be happy. But the truth is, is this, this is a sickness in the way that we operate in our lives because we're so forward focused. And again, I say we, because this is my slippery slope. I've set goals, man, if I could get there like this, then I'll feel like I made it. And I hit that goal and it's empty. It's fun for a minute. You get yourself a, like a, a really good pat on the back, but then the next step you're empty again and again and again. And so it's, it really takes this focus and the shift of mindfulness to appreciate not the finish line but the misery and the wins and the, and like the successes of the journey. And that's, I saw this, this post, it's, it's been probably a month ago, but it just resonated with me. And it talked about the two major sicknesses that I'm going to talk about in this episode. But the first one is I'm so focused. I'm so forward looking and focused in the future that I'm always stressed about it. Like you never get stressed about the past. You can't. It's over. You know how that ends. And stress is typically a product of the unknown. How am I going to pay that bill? How am I going to mend that relationship? How are we going to survive sending our daughter to medical school? What are we going to do when our, our kids move out and we're empty nesters? How are we going to XYZ fill in the blank? How am I going to start my own company? Like I, I have bills to pay right now. How, like this how question is a symptom of the sickness of being so focused on the result that you miss the journey. Now, like there's a balance to this. The balance is you have to be goal oriented. The balance is you have to look forward and think, okay, there's a destination point that I'm trying to get to, that I've mapped out, that I've set, that this is where I want to go. This is what I want to accomplish. And you write it down and then you create a step-by-step -step action plan based off of the finish line 
Like an Ironman knows how he's going to run the race. He knows how he's going to swim. He know, He's practiced. He knows his pacing. He knows how he's going to ride the bike. He knows, like he's familiar with the course. He's done his due diligence. He, in his mind, has probably visualized crossing the finish line thousands and thousands of times, and he's done the work. And so an, a guy who's competing inside of an Ironman doesn't get up to the starting blocks and then gets nervous. He doesn't go into this filtered freeze where it's like, I don't know what, what comes next. And the same thing can be true for our goal setting. And we, and I've talked about goals. I talked to you about, Hey, create a vision statement, write that out. It has to be detailed. It has to be like, you have to tell like in two or three pages, a re a, a written out. This is what happens when I wake up that morning. This is what happens when I go through my day. This is the way that I see my life. This is what my business looks like. This is what my relationship with my spouse looks like. This is how I mend. This is that broken relationship that I have. This is what it looks like when it's mended and then work backwards from that. Cut it in half and then cut it in half again and get it to under a year and then create like specific action steps. Create your buoys and start swimming. Because when you focus on the future, you will live in a place of being stressed, dealing with worry, dealing with anxiety. And it just doesn't work. Now, let's shift. Because again, um, I shared this is my slippery slope, but I have like the complete opposite bound me for a really, really long time. And that was becoming your story. So what do I mean by that? What I mean by that is there are two, pen, like the pendulum swings both ways. All the way to one side, you're stressed and you're worried about the future. All the way back the other side, you're sad and you're depressed about the past. You see, we, we get caught up in what has happened and it torments us. It haunts us and it gets us to thinking about, well, based on that, this is what the future is probably going to hold. So I don't even need to worry about that. I need to hold on to this story. For me, a lot of my childhood, a lot of my young adulthood circled around this conversation that my dad died when I was seven years old. I used it as an excuse to be a brat in school. I used it as an excuse to get out of line. Like I was expected to be the troublemaker. I used it as an excuse to act up or to be belligerent. I used it as like, it was my thing. It was this story that circled around in my head that anytime that I needed like that explanation, I would just fall back to, well, look, my dad died when I was seven. Like it just messed me up. It is what it is. It wasn't until I got to a point that I recognized that that story was holding me back that I, that I started to do the internal work necessary to let that go. And a lot of people deal with this because we all have like every single person has trials, has tribulations. They have struggles. They have these, these roadblocks in their life that, that sometimes completely derail them from the path that they were on. It knocks them so far off course that they just, they, they, they allow the story to embed in their mind that I can never get back where I was. It, and sometimes we have these anchors from our past that come back. Like there's this person in my role that doesn't like me at all. Like zero absolutely goes out of his way to do whatever he can to insert negativity into my role. 
posts negative things under different comments on every social media platform that he has access to, like calls out huge mistakes that I've made. And look, we've all made mistakes, but like, this is one of those anchors that I have to my past that rears its ugly head. And for me, it's, it's, it's an exercise to not get sad and down on myself about this thing that happened that in retrospect, like I can't go back and change. So all I can do is resolve to be better and not hit those same stumbling blocks as I proceed ahead. And that to me is, is, is the fix because you see what happens as we're going through life's journeys and we're trying to see the best version of our life. We're trying to see ourselves on that mountaintop, looking ahead at the very best version of our life. And we can't. We can't see beyond the base of the mountain because this lingering story from our past has us held to, to the baseline, like to the bottom of the mountain. You're bound to the base of the mountain. But even though you're there, time doesn't care. So what time does is time moves ahead and you just circle this mountain. You never get to hit summit because you, because you're still, you're still tied to the base by an old story, an old mistake, an old situation, an old circumstance, an old relationship. You're bound to this story of who you were or what you did or what happened to you and you never get off ground. And so for this, it's different. Like, right, the way to remove stress is twofold. Stress is forward looking, don't forget. So the way to remove stress is twofold. First, you have to cut the, the, the storyline of, and when I say cut the storyline, you have to write the storyline of where you wanna be in the future. You have to back into that and create a plan. And then you have to take action. That deletes stress. Action and stress typically don't coexist very long. And from a, and from a rear looking perspective, you have to be able to let go and cut that story. Share your transgressions, go to somebody who you trust and say, look, here's this thing I've been dealing with. Like it really is rotting away. It's chipping away at my self-confidence. It's slowing me from getting, this is why life coaches have an opportunity. This is why you know, like if you think about it, when you go to a psychologist, psychiatrist, they spend most of the time asking you questions. They're trying to unearth the stories that you're telling yourself in your head and they give you permission to let it go. It's the entire process of, of giving your life to Christ and being born again. Like you're, it's a complete washing of who you were and it gives you a reset button in this world like no other because you get to be born a new person. You get to step forward forgiving yourself and being forgiven for those things that you've done in the past. Now, now humans, like the other people in our world, they won't, be so, they won't be so forgiving. They're not going to let you forget, hey, you made that mistake, don't forget that. You're, or, oops, what about that other time that you tried to start a business by yourself? Oh, well, yeah, you're starting a new company. What about that multi-level marketing thing you were doing? Like, There's this ongoing repeated drip of your transgressions, but the truth is, is they don't do that on purpose. They're not trying to hold you back, but it's just life anchoring you to the story. So the very first thing that you can do is cut that, that cord to the story. Give yourself permission to start fresh today. And the next thing that you can do is look ahead in an optimistic forward looking process. Like here's where I want to be. Here's how I'm going to step forward into that.
Here's what it's going to look like whenever I map out what I look like in this world three years from today. And these are the necessary steps that I'm going to take every single day to get there. These are the people that I'm going to surround myself who agree that I'm meant for more than where I am today. I'm going to lean in and lean on those people to be there for me whenever I need that sounding board that says, you're going to do it. And it sometimes requires that you cut the people away who are that drip to your past transgressions. Because sometimes in order for you to grow into the person that you were designed to be, you have to shed who the old you. And the fact is that sometimes in, in those sheddings, you shed the old people that enjoyed the old you and that feel threatened and scared by who you're becoming as a human today that see your potential of where you're going and it irks them because they're not moving at the same pace as you. The process is simple. And if they would do the same work that you're doing, if they would put themselves out, if they would be vulnerable, if they would step through those emotions of fear and anxiety and stop worrying about the future and just focus on living in this story today, they would be just as successful as you. And so like so many people that inside of this space, you have a lot of insight into that story that I'm talking about for me, but for the rest of the world, like money moves as a hook. It, money moves is just this title to get people to come in and listen, because I believe that whatever area of your life that it is that you're trying to excel to or scale to, you have that opportunity. You just have to get clear about what that is. And so a great big, long explanation to say something that's super, super simple, but crazy profound. It's stressful to look at the future. It's devastatingly depressing to focus on the past. Peace and happiness is found in having a plan and living today, but today with a purpose, a purpose of getting to that level, that next step that's going to drive you where you want to be every single day working to impact the people that, that is your calling to impact. And maybe that's you help your children. Maybe that's you help your spouse. Maybe that's you do something in the community. Maybe it's you volunteer, you know, at, at the, at the food pantry, like whatever it is that whatever that thing is that you do where you give, but that's your calling. That's your thing. You just have to give yourself permission to live in today with a plan for tomorrow, with a plan for that scale, with a plan for that step. And that's where you find true happiness. Savvy? I be making these moves.